Moncrief on News Talk. Now we are heading into wasp season and with that lots of pieces in the newspapers as to how to protect yourself from the stinging scourge. But are wasps really as bad as all that? If one flies through your kitchen window is flailing your arms and looking for the swatter, the appropriate response. Sirian Sumner is Professor of Behavioural Ecology at University College London and the author of Endless Forms, The Secret World of Wasps. Sirian, good afternoon to you. Hello. How many different species of wasp are there? Well, in the world, there are over 100,000 and there are probably at least five times that yet to be discovered. So let's put that in perspective. There are only 22,000 species of bees. So wasps are definitely outnumbering bees in their endless forms. So say at this time of the year, what's happening in wasp world? So, so the, let's just clarify what you mean by a wasp. And most people listening will be thinking of a wasp as that pesky picnic bothering yellow jacket, mm. the yellow and black striped thing that comes at your picnics at the, uh, in the summer and bothers you in your beer gardens. So those wasps are social wasps and they live in big colonies. And, you know, sometimes they get a bit bothersome and people have to get rid of their nests, which is very sad for somebody like me. But so what's happening with those wasps at the moment is that uh, the queens, uh, the foundresses, have come out of hibernation a month or so ago and they're building their first, their nest. And those queens work alone. So the wasps that you see at the moment will probably look quite big because that's the, those are the foundresses. And they're doing all the foraging themselves. They've laid the eggs. They're feeding their brood. They're building the nest. They're doing everything themselves. They are a single mum. And the nests themselves will be about the size of your, of your hand at the most. And the, the workers won't have emerged yet. But in a few weeks' time, because um, spring is quite late this year, isn't it? It's quite cold. Mm, it is, <laughs> In yeah. a few, few weeks' time, the workers will emerge and then the founder's queen will stay at home and the workers will take over all the rearing of the brood. Okay. So at the moment, are, is, is your, your average wasp that interested in what we're doing? Not at all, no. Very, I'd be very surprised if people... I mean, the only time you might encounter a wasp at the moment is if they are accidentally get inside your house or if it was a few weeks ago, you might have encountered the queens stirring if they're hibernating in your attic or your airing cupboards and you might have accidentally discovered one. Um, but now they're really very much in the... In, very busy building their nest. They are hunters. So they catch prey, uh, insects and other arthropods like spiders and caterpillars and aphids, and they feed those to the brood. But the adult wasps themselves are actually vegetarian, and so they are looking for sugar, um, and they normally get that from flowers. So if you're sitting in your garden, you might see, if you're lucky, you might see uh, wasps on flowers in the same way that bees are. So they are kind of doing a bit of pollination there as well. Mm. Uh, would they be as good, uh, as pro- prodigious pollinators as bees would be? No, they're very different. So remember that bees are collecting pollen in order to feed to their brood. So that's what bees do. And then they've co-evolved this ability to transfer pollen between plants, um, and which the plants give them nectar and reward for. So they have this relationship. Bees have a very close relationship with flowers, whereas wasps, it's only the adults that visit the flowers in order to get sugar for their own nutritional needs, not to feed the brood. Um, and so they don't visit flowers nearly as much as a bee because they're not going there to gather food for their 
for their brood. Mm. They're simply going there for their own personal nourishment. But and we think that you know wasps are uh, generally less fussy about the flowers that they'll visit. So many bees tend to be quite specialist in the kind of flowers they, they will pollinate, whereas wasps visit any old flower um, that they can get their mandibles into, their tongue into, um, and they will be likely to be pollinating a little bit, but not as much as bees. Right. But their main role in the environment is, of course, as pest controllers. So that's why we should really value wasps. Yes. No, but by the end of this, is, is this uh, uh, tell me if I understand this correctly, essentially what's happened by the end of the summer is that there's a lot of wasps who've been working all all summer for the hive and, and, and doing their duty. And then at the end of that, there kind of there's a mass redundancy that happens. And then all these wasps are stagging around people's gardens. They're bitter, they're angry, and they're looking for some grub. Well, some of that's true. So they are essentially somewhat furloughed from the colony um, and at the end of the summer. And that's because the larvae have mostly pupated by that time. And it generally hits about, you know, the back holiday time in the UK anyway, (laughs) at the end of August, early September, when there are less larvae to feed. So there's less hunting demands on the wasps. So they have less to do for the colony, but they still need sugar to maintain themselves. So they're still useful for the colony. Um, And that's the time when they start to become a little bit more bothersome. They'll visit us at our picnics. They'll go for our sugary drinks. But they're really not out to get us. They are Mm. simply looking for some food. Right. Okay. And and a wasp really only becomes alarmed uh, and might sting a person if a person looks like a wasp predator. So is it correct also that actually flailing your arms about is the worst thing you can do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always say don't behave like a badger when a wasp's around because badgers are their main predators. And when a badger is digging up a wasp nest, it's flailing its arms, you know, it's digging at the nest, it's digging at the ground and it's breathing heavily. And what do we do when a wasp comes to our picnic? We throw our arms around, <laughs> shouting at it. So we are effectively mimicking its predator. So it's no surprise that the poor wasp ends up stinging us. We're yeah. asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And is it, I mean, there's all, and you, you, see, you always see these kind of uh, supposed tricks that don't like the smell of copper or coffee grounds or all that kind of, does any of that work? I'm not convinced that any of that works. I mean, I think the best way to live well with wasps is when they visit you at your picnic, then see, just sit still, see, keep your mouth closed, you almost follow wasps, uh, see where they want to go. Um, and when they've just, when they found the bit of ham or the bit of, you know, jam or whatever it is that they're after, just give them a little bit, give them a wasp offering um, and they will happily leave you alone. And you can even share your sandwich with a wasp quite happily, you know. Or you can bring along something like a proper wasp bait, like some smelly fish or, or something or some, you know, depending on the time of the year, sugar, yeah. a, a place of jam and put it a few, you know, put it sort of 20 meters away from you um, and the wasps will all go there and they should leave you alone. Right. But it, would it be mostly sugar they'd that, still be looking for even at that time of the year or, you know, occasionally so, a piece of chorizo, yeah, perhaps? So there's, so there's a switch in their dietary in, in what they'll be. So if you observe, if you're lucky enough to be having barbecues in the next couple of weeks, you will notice that if a wasp visits, it's primarily interested in your protein. So mm. your sausage, your ham sandwich, whatever it is, you've got protein, it's rich in protein because they're feeding the brood and they need protein. 
So the other thing about these wasps is that these, these yellow jackets, that they don't only hunt live prey, they also will go for carrion. And essentially, your wasp, is, your, your, your barbecue is simply there, a bit of carrion, so they're getting a bit of dead meat. But then towards the end of the colony cycle, they, when they've got less demand for protein, that's when they start going for sugar. And that's the time when it happen, when, you, when you get them bothering you and your, with your lemonade and your beer. Ah, right. Sirian, thank you very much for speaking with us today. That was uh, Sirian Sumner there. Uh, the name of her book is Endless Forms, The Secret World of Wasps. <laughs> Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.